I said it. I'll, I'll, I'll call everybody out. Yeah. If you're running the same fucking shit that's meta in a season that doesn't count, it's because you're A, not creative, or B, I'm, I'm just going to say it straight up, you're just you're scared. Do you, yeah. you feel good about yourself taking out my fucking Bonsley with your Nidal Queen? <laughs> Do you? Calling all trainers and Pokemon enthusiasts. Introducing Go Battlecast. Your weekly fix for all things Pokemon Go and Pokemon. Get the unfiltered raw truth on the game, culture, and community. So, let the battle begin. Here are your hosts, Zach Duarte and Dominic Zingali. And we're back for another episode of the Go Battlecast podcast, episode 29 Got Dom here and myself in the midst of the Lush Jungle event, Dom. We're in the midst of the Cotney Park event. I don't even know what you call it, but we're supposed to be at a park right now. And instead, I'm here with you recording this episode. Still trying to get shiny Cotney, even though we're not at a park. We should have we should have recorded at a Actually, park. Actually, yeah, weekend. Although, we should have today because it was it, beautiful. I, I, I ran out quickly to get an energy drink. And I'm like, oh, crap, man. It's it's Cotney, uh, quote unquote, spotlight hours. But yeah. Oh, it, it's a freaking beautiful day. I was out this morning at seven o'clock this morning with some clients, and it's a freaking beautiful day. It would have been a good day to go to the park, but nonetheless, um, we are here bunker down recording instead of being at the park like we're supposed to be. So, good event, Niantic, not good enough. Although that's probably a, a little bit of a failure on our part to to get out there uh, and enjoy the event in the park. Nonetheless. Lush Jungle event is upon us. Season eleven upon us. The season of Alola. Um, are you are you PVPing this week? We've got Great League. We've got Little Jungle Cup. Are you PVPing? Are you uh, getting more followers? You're almost at like a thousand Twitter followers, and you've done that all I would say in the last two uh, weeks. Hello, hello. Have you been checking my followers? We're past a thousand, bro. <laughs> yeah, wow. we, we hit a thousand. Yeah, it was that's cool. I love it. It's a it's a it's a small stepping stone because you know we'll obviously want the the platform to go a little bit bigger and then uh, move on to like next steps. But for sure, you know, we got the followers going on Twitter, and I think next next thing is hopefully get partner on on Twitch. But that that's a it's a lot of work there. It's going to be a lot of commitment. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna shy down from it. But yeah, I mean everything's been pretty good. Um, PvP wise, we we streamed on what Monday, and I was gonna do Wednesday and Friday, and just between um, doing a lot of work again. It's this this whole week has been editing, and uh, we did we did some work actually with Speedius and, and Math Magic with GBLA. If you guys have not tuned in, I know the vods are gonna be up uh, for you guys to follow, but those are like all the top top GBLA players in the world battling it out and it was a pretty cool experience we got to do some highlights some graphical um layouts and stuff like that just to get things rolling and get things smooth but it was a really really fun experience you had rise you had um alex that was um house stark 93 we're going to uh have home slice henry that was on the night before with king iv so everything was fun everything was great funny you mentioned best battlers in the world and yet, I I'm I'm here at home. I haven't received an invite to this. Uh, I I consider myself one of the best battlers in the world. As a matter of fact, I'm winning games in the Great League right now with a baby team. You're the best baby team so, battler in the world. They missed out the one word there, baby. 
No, that's that's probably still Boy Ghost, right? <laughs> he's been he's been he's been he's posting been... some stuff on Twitter and man, oh man. I think actually he faced up with someone. I would have to look it up, but it was um Oh man, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to look it up. I'll I'll let you know in a little bit. But yeah, he's he's having some fun though. But those those GBL players, uh, they're usually like the top leaderboard status. I think the way that they usually do it, and quote me if I'm wrong, Speedy, it's if you're listening, but I think they take usually like the top ten to fifteen players from the prior season's ELO, their final ELO. So you must be hitting at least uh probably thirty four fifty and above to to be on that uh competition. All right, so next season, just for shits and giggles, I'll make a run at the leaderboard. You have to. I'll go all. I'll go all meta, because that's what everybody loves. Apparently, everybody loves people that run meta, nothing else. You know, I'm not trying to disrespect anybody and any names that you name there, but let's be fair. They ain't reaching 3,400 elo running spice. So, how about next season? I just run straight fucking meta. I'll be on the leaderboards. And I'll show these guys what it's I mean, all about. You can still, you can still have fun, uh, not going completely, completely meta. I think when uh, Alex was mentioning during the the tournament when he was commentating, how I guess there's like the second tier meta, which it seems to be what I usually use is second tier meta. So I mean, I was what last season I was thirty four oh nine, so I was very very close to to reaching it to like the top of the top if I really stuck it out for another like ten hours of waiting in queue times to see if I can get another couple positive sets. But I mean, it's still it's still manageable without using going complete, complete meta, you know? You could probably throw your baby Pokemon in there and and still probably climb a little bit. Doesn't sound, doesn't sound like it. Sounds like you have to run meta to be invited to these uh these tournaments. Nah, I wouldn't I wouldn't so. I wouldn't like really count on it. I mean, granted if if anyone watched the VOD or, or the live streams, it's funny because it seems like most of the Pokemon that they were using during the tournament was uh like not top of the top meta, actually old old meta. Like we've seen a lot of Altaria and Swamperds in a lot of the matchups with Needle Queen and and Jeepus. So it was kind of it was like a mix and match. It was very very interesting. And you know, long and behold, if you guys know um, or may not know, Hey Donis, he was using like a lot of his off pick water Pokemon. Like he had a Polyrath in the competition. And I'm just like, geez, man, this kid, he's too funny. But he manages to to make it work. It's been good seeing uh, Registeel back in the meta. That's nice. That's a that's a throwback. Yeah. You know, if you were playing G- GBL in seasons two and three, uh, Great League was all about Registeel, right. and uh, and now Registeel was Zap Cannon because Zap Cannon has a lot of play against Walrin, against Azumarill. Um, so it's good to see Registeel back in the meta, man. It feels like the good old days. Registeel used to be OP. oh yeah for sure. Then they kind of they what what did they nerf? They nerfed. Uh, it was uh. They it was nerfed, like. Lock on? No, it wasn't the lock on. It was the flash cannon. I think it was like they made it where you had to charge up a lot more to to get to get to it. So, um, that sounds about right. But uh, and then Reggie Steel died yep. after that. And then you had so. the Chiefus coming in, and then of course you had a couple other Pokemon that just didn't help against the the good old Reggie. And now with Zap Cannon having its uh, debut for Reggie and having that debuff for sure, it's. It's it's back in its uh it's back in its games back in its gameplay, but what makes it fun yeah. is that Talonflame is is having more fun you know because now you're you, you have to think about it. a lot of the the core meta is weak to to fire so as long as you can keep Talonflame a little bit safe in the gameplay it has a lot of play and and greatly you just have to manage those incinerates. I've been having fun bringing my 
Bonsley out on Talon Flames because Bonsley's got rock yep. slide. Nobody expects that. Been having a lot of fun. Nonetheless, let's get to the big news, Dom. I don't want to beat around the bush here. There's a, a lot for us to get into. And I, a lot of it centers around the April Community Day, which we spent time the last two episodes giving our best guess as to what it could possibly be. And our two hypotheses were that we agreed on was it's either going to be starter Pokemon or it's going to be Kanto Pokemon that have an Alolan form. We talked about uh, Grimer. We talked about Vulpix. Uh, you know, we talked about a few other ones that, that don't necessarily have a first form Kanto form, like a Raichu or a Marowak. We also got a surprise when we found out that it was a brand new Pokemon that we've never seen before in Pokemon Go. I like I like the curveball thrown thrown at us by Niantic here. We're looking at Community Day on Saturday, April 23rd, which uh, that might be on or the week before the NFL draft. I have to check that up, which would be incredibly interesting for right. me because I, I do a lot of work <laughs> for the NFL draft. So um, I'm hoping they do not overlap, but we'll see. Anyways, not only is it Stuffle a brand new Pokemon, Stuffle is a normal and fighting type Pokemon. Uh, we will have a new evolution. Beware. Beware. I can tell you I've never used this Pokemon before because I didn't really play much of uh, Gen 7. We have a new move, Drain Punch, which is basically like power-up punch. However, instead of buffing your attack, it buffs your defense. The problem with this, Dom, is that this move in the RPG games was one of the moves that you would use and it would restore your uh, HP. So we don't have the status affecting moves in Pokemon Go, which would really, if you think about it, first of all, it would change so much of the meta if those types of moves are in the game. But it would, it would, I mean, just besides that, it would completely change the mechanics of playing Pokemon Go and playing PvP because you're in now for losing HP but giving your opponent HP as well. Or in, or in, in Pokemon Go, it's combat power. Right, right. And it makes me wonder if this is all because of the championships, how they don't want to skew anything to, to make it really, really bad for, for trainers to, I don't know learn something new with mechanics or, or a gameplay or whatever it may be. So maybe, uh, you know, we may expect the, the, the move to change a little bit after the competition. I don't know. But, yeah, it doesn't make much sense how defense increase is going to be in effect with this move where, yeah, it should definitely be getting some HP instead. And like we said again with that one move before, that electric move um, in those other couple moves we already have in the game, and it would be really nice to see if those effects were actually true to the actual moves in the rpg games but i don't know uh it's it's interesting to see this pokemon it's it's funny because you know everyone was speculating we were you know we mentioned in our episode we were speculating about geodude being the next community day uh pokemon and uh once this news came out everyone's like is this really the april fool's news and and then like a couple minutes later i'm seeing it on my notifications it's like oh new community day stuffle i was like nah this is the real deal but it's cool we got a new pokemon we got a new move those are like two things that i always love about you know the game when they release something new and of course the shiny is going to be released because it's the community day so Mm -hmm. but uh yeah i think i think the biggest news or at least the controversial news out of this whole thing is that they're reverting back to three hours instead of six 
and people are getting so mad about it. And and I'm glad you brought that up because uh, we got a lot to get to in terms of the community day changes, which um, I'm 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 happy with, and um, I I think Niantic has done a really good job at taking in feedback, at analyzing how they can make community days better, which I really appreciate. You know, I'm I'm somebody that's very hard on Niantic, and I have no problems being that way, and no problems voicing my frustrations. At the same time, if I feel like they've done a good job. I want to let people know that. Okay, so a couple things to consider here. And let me read this from the community day post just so I don't uh I, I don't I don't let me do that again. Let me read this from the community day post here because I, I don't want to paraphrase it. I want to say exactly what Niantic said. They they said that in 2020 they doubled the length of community day events, extending them from three to six hours. Since then, however, we found that only five percent of our trainers tend to participate in the event for more than three hours. One of the biggest pieces of positive feedback that we received after January's three-hour Community Day Classic was that players and community leaders noticed how much more of the community was out and about during the event. I completely agree with that, Dom. I completely agree. Because when I would go, I would still go out to the parks for Community Day, even during COVID. And I would... And I know that we were in a pandemic. I realize that. And that does take into account how many people are outside. Because also Niantic did make it more friendly to play the game at home. Mm -hmm. But I I was not seeing very many people at the park. And even the last few months on Community Days, I was not seeing very many people at the park and out and about. And so, you know, when we went to play Johto Tour event, and even though, you know, I was coming and going... We saw so many people, so many people from the community playing the event. And I I don't remember seeing a tenth of that many, that amount of people at the park for community day. So I completely agree with Niantic here that not only was the six hours too long, but it wasn't bringing people together like at the same time. You were kind of spreading out when people... We're at the park, which, you know, I, I see the benefits of that, right? Like it gives people more flexibility to go play if they have to work that day, if they have other responsibilities that day. I, I, I get that. And and I, I do feel for people that way. However, you know, the, the whole point of community day is to get people playing the game together at the same time. I wish it was maybe four hours instead of three. Yep. But I, I'm not going to be mad at that. That's how community days used to be. That's how they want it to be. It's short. It's it's concise. And and I know that people are complaining that because to evolve Stuffle and to beware, it takes 400 candies. I know that people are complaining about that. But one of the one of the things Niantic did to counteract that, specifically in this community day, was not only have the event bonus of three times catch XP, but also two times catch candy. So if you play the event for three hours and you get double the amount of candy, it's like playing the event for six hours with no candy bonus. So what are people complaining about there? Uh, I understand that it's a shorter event and people have responsibilities that may keep them from getting to the park. And there's more event bonuses we'll get into here in just a second. But I completely agree with Niantic on this. And I appreciate the fact that they did some research. And maybe that's what they used the Community Day Classic for was to do the research on just three-hour Community Days. Maybe they don't really intend to keep Community Day Classic around. I I can't say that for sure. We haven't heard anything about it. But I appreciate them doing the work to finding out if 
three-hour community days are better than six, which I think you'll agree on. I don't particularly care, although I, I, I completely agree with the point that we were noticing less of the community out and about during the event. I cannot agree more with that statement from Niantic. I don't know how you feel about that. I mean, I think he hit the nail on the head there pretty much. I mean, at least what you're saying and and how I feel about it. Because we when we talked about it from the the one episode with Classic Community Day, and I was saying like, you know, we haven't had a three-hour community day in a very, very long time. And, you know, with, with that Classic Bulbasaur day itself, I, I mentioned about it. And like you just said right now, four hours would probably be the sweet spot for, for a community day moving forward. And I'm not personally mad about a six hour to, to a three hour. I, I too felt like maybe a six hour was just a little bit too long because yes, at the end of the day, Niantic's vision and their mission statement is just get people out, get people moving, get people together. And I think this is what they're really trying to do. And as much as that they're reverting a lot of things in their games feature wise that we've been so used to and, and comfortable with, they're making these changes just so we can get back to the way that the game was. And I'm not personally mad about it. I still think maybe the incense can be like a little bit um, taken differently in, in the way that they can feature something else and make it work a little bit better to some situations. But the way that the community day is, I think what makes people come together um, is not necessarily the Pokemon, but the features and the event bonuses. And that's what you're saying. Like mm -hmm. the Johto Cup itself, the way that, they had so many things happening and so many bonuses was happening. I think that's what got a lot of people come to, coming together and actually playing the game for a long period of time. You know, it wasn't because it was a two-day event or a one-day event or um, having like all these things that were happening at once. It was just basically the, the, the bonuses that was happening in the features. So I think if Niantic continues to focus on more event bonuses and things that would really, really entice people to come out and play, I think that's what's going to be the the winning catch for for most players, and and it'll be more or less the compromise because seeing the event bonuses here, for example, like you already pointed out, the three X catch um, candy or the three X catch XP, which eh, some people don't like that. I don't mind it. The two X catch candy, and then you haven't said it yet, but the two X chances of receiving XL candy from catching stuffle, I think that'd be kind of cool. Now, if they can probably be like the icing on the cake to have the the Stardust bonus as well too. Best believe three hour community, three hour community day, one hour, four hours, five hours. People will come out. Give us more event bonuses, and you'll see more people coming out and playing the game, regardless of how long or short the community day is or any events in the future. Oh yeah, listen. Uh, the more features, the better. And we all know that triple Stardust doesn't matter how long uh, that event lasts. People will be out playing that. And, and another thing we haven't even talked about is the group play bonus. That's a new bonus. Um, you know, if enough if enough Pokemon are caught by trainers from a single lure, I think it is, the three times XP for catching Pokemon near the lured Pokestop will be increased to four times XP for 30 minutes. I'm interested to see how that works because that is not a... You know how there's those, like, global bonuses during these big events? This is like a lure module bonus. <laughs> specific to a specific lure module so we've never seen that before so that'll be interesting too i just um i just appreciate this event in totality and here's the best part we haven't even talked about this yet is the community day box the community day box is going to cost 400 plus coins less than it cost before for 850 poke coins 
You get 15 Ultra Balls, 15 Pineapple Berries, one Elite Fast TM, and one Remote Raid Pass. So, for somebody who doesn't buy Poke Coins, who uses the coins that he earns in this game, I love that. Do you know how much 400 coins is, Dom? That's eight days worth of maxing out, uh, dropping your Pokemon in a gym every day. That's a that's a, a great new feature. You know, it, it, it saves a little bit. In terms of your Poke Coins, you still get the Elite Fast TM, and now you get a remote raid pass in there. Um, sometimes you get the Incubator. Sometimes you get the Premium Raid Pass. So I'm I'm all for this. Like, I... Do I love the Pokemon? No. I don't think it'll be a meta Pokemon. It'll probably be maybe like a second tier like you were talking about or a, a spice pick. I'm not mad that it's... I, I was kind of hoping for the, the Grimer. I know we talked about that last episode. I'm not mad at any of this. I'm not sure how that move's going to work, Drain Punch. Because again, it's one of the status affecting moves in the RPG games. And they're they're clearly not making an effort to implement those into the game right now. But for everything that they, they've got here, you know, like you said, three times catch XP, two times catch candy, two times chance to receive Stuffle XL candy. You're going to have trades. We didn't even talk about that. Trades during the event. Another event bonus we didn't even get into here. Trades made during the event. And for, I think, two hours after the event will require 50% less Stardust. We're getting an extra special trade. Special trades that day. They're not big things. I, and not, I'm i a big fan of the three times catch XP because I'm not at level 50 yet. And not, I'm a big fan of the three times catch XP because I'm not at level 50 yet. And best damn believe, Dom, that there will be more levels eventually coming to Pokemon. So... Or Pokemon Go, I should say. Um, so I'm I'm all about the XP. Like, give me all the XP. I'm not mad at it. I don't hate it. I don't love it, but I don't hate it. And when you bundle everything together, all these event bonuses, um, I'm I'm down for it. So I'm not like a huge fan of the, the, the changes they made to Community Day, but I'm not mad at it at all. And I'm I'm fine with it. Like three hours, no big deal. I appreciate the extra bonus. Like I'm I'm down. I'm down for this community day. I'll be playing and I applaud Niantic for Doing some research and listening to the community leaders, which I think I, I'm not somebody who said that community day needs to, to revert back to three hours and I wasn't opposed to it. But I could see how a lot of community leaders would say that. I mean, you talked about that specifically just a few months ago. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm not too mad at all. I mean, I think it would be a nice um, change of pace. And I think for anything in life in general outside of Pogo. I mean, changes sometimes are just needed just to shake things up. And I mean, honestly, I think we've been very comfortable with six hours and, and everything else. I mean, for sure, when there's a change that you just don't like, you're going to scream, shout and tweet about it. But <laughs> yeah, it's uh, I think it's OK. And for a Pokemon like this and a community day like this and for what we're actually getting besides reverting back to, to three hours with the bonuses, I'm I'm happy about it. I mean, I'm not I'm not too mad because I don't want to have any Pokemon community days in the future where it's six hours and, you know, there's this like grandiose Pokemon. Cause I think really the biggest community day we had last was Gibble and a lot of people were out playing Gibble and they were playing those six hours. And, you know, I just don't know if six hours is really justifiable for any Pokemon moving forward at this point, good Pokemon or not. I mean, um, if, if we have these bonuses, for those three hours for anything in the future, I think by all means it's it's fine and dandy, but to, to invest in 
six hours into a community day, if you choose to do that, is just still a lot of your time in the day to, to play. So I think three hours is, is a nice small window. Sure, maybe four hours nitpicking, but I think for what it is and hopefully, you know, just to see more people come out and play and socialize for a couple hours, um, I'll be all for it for this community day. Yeah, and and again, I think the main thing that people are complaining about is this Pokemon Stuffle takes 400 candy to evolve, but it's a double candy event. So you're technically not losing any time. If anything, they're saving you three hours. You're getting the right. same amount of candy you would get in six hours for the cost of three hours. Like, I'm, right. I'm cool with that, bro. My time is valuable to me, man. How, exactly. how, how are people mad at that? Uh, whatever. I, I just don't understand. Like you said, sometimes people just want to complain. Sometimes people just want yeah. to watch the world burn, Dom. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. That's for so. sure. And, you know, we don't even know, for example, what the moves are yet for this Pokemon. I could be completely wrong, but I don't think we have the moves out yet. On PV Poke itself, they apparently have the stats out. So I'll do some quick comparisons. But, you know, again, is this true or not? I don't know. But right now for Beware for the Great League, because I think this is really where it's going to be the only place that it will work is going to be in the Great League. I don't know about Ultra League. I would say, you know, have those candies, have those things ready for, for the Ultra League if we really want it. But for Great League, the attack it's showing is 130, give or take. The defense is around 85-ish. And then stamina is 154. So I've been throwing like a couple Pokemon out there just to show that comparison. Pidgeot, for example, is 120 for attack, 115 for defense, and 140. So that's pretty close. Um, I think you're like Digger's Bees and all your other thick Pokemon in itself, for example. Um, it's going to be a little bit higher for its defense, just so in comparison, you know, 140 for defense for Digger's Bee, though the attack is like 96 and stamina is 170. So, you know, it's it's going to be like a hit or miss. I'm, I'm really, really curious of being that def defense um, buff that you'll get from the move, how much more change you're going to get. But for all I know, I think it's going to be like that spice pick. Vigoroth is, uh, you know, 120 for attack, 113 for defense, and 144. So it's in a weird, weird spot in terms of like the typing with, with some of the Pokemon that you may or may not use for the Great League. And the last one I'll probably use just because would be Zangoose because once in a while people use that. That attack stat is like 145, defense mm -hmm. is 87, and then the stamina is 122. So again, like if that defense really buffs up to the point where it matches to some of these other Pokemon that we do see as a, as a pick for the Great League, then I could see it being valuable, but it's kind of like in that weird spot right now. So again, you know, for this community day, for this Pokemon, being that it's like 400 catch candy, I would say, you know what, like grab a couple for Great League and have a couple for Ultra League and, and that's that. Like, stop complaining. Let's move on, you know? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very interested and uh, I think you're right. There's going to be a lot dependent on the, on the uh, moveset here. And uh, I don't think it'll be a super meta Pokemon, probably a second tier or like a cup Pokemon. So it'll be an interesting community day coming up here in April. We did get the April drop for the uh, news for the month of April. I'm not going to lie to you. doesn't sound like a super fun month. This just goes with the whole, I don't know, lack of excitement I've had for Pokemon Go over the last few months. And again, make no mistake, I'm not somebody that I don't consider myself somebody that will ever stop playing Pokemon Go. I've been playing Pokemon since I was 10, 11 years old. So it's been over 20 years now of me playing Pokemon. And I love Pokemon Go. I love what it does. I don't think I'll ever stop playing the game. Just 
with what's going on in my personal life now and with the, 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 the season of Alola, you know, season 11 PvP not really mattering, the amount of time and energy I'm spending into playing Pokemon Go has significantly decreased, which I'm okay with. And I'm I'm sure in the future it'll go back up. But like I, I look at the month of April, and we'll go over it in, in just a second. I look at the events in the month of April. I read through them. I read through the raid Pokemon. I read through the spotlight hours. I I just don't care. You know, I'm not trying to be... I'm not trying to say it's it's not a fun month. It, it's just... I got other stuff going on that requires my energy more than I want to spend on Pokemon Go right now. And there's a couple things that I'm somewhat interested in, right? Like there's this April Fool's 2022 event. We don't know what's happening. They just said, we've heard some odd whisperings that a mysterious event will be happening on Friday, April 1st, 2022. I don't know what that'll be. It sounds like it's going to be something stupid, though. It, it like I I I relate it to the Bidoof event. Yeah. Right? Like that was so stupid. The Bidoof event with the evolutions or the different movesets of Bidoof. <laughs> yeah. Or or, or, or the Schmeargle event. Yeah. The Schmeargle event where you're like, oh, try to get all these different movesets on your Schmeargles, but you're never allowed to use it in PvP. So what's the point? That's what I that's what I view. That's what I imagine is coming up on April Fool. Like some stupid event is coming up on April April Fools. We have the all hands on rocket retreat. Who who doesn't like the rocket events, right? Like who doesn't like oh, yeah. team rocket events? This looks like it's going to be from Sunday April third to Thursday April seventh. We'll probably be able to TM frustration away. There'll probably be more uh, rocket uh, Pokestops and stuff like that. I'm not sure if they'll have new rocket Pokemon. We'll see. Then we have the spring into spring. Uh, April 12th to April 18th. All it says is get ready to jump headfirst into spring with this themed event. And then sustainability week. I remember that from the last couple of years. It says from Wednesday, April 20th to Monday, April 25th. Trainers will be, will be able to reflect on the importance of sustainability while another Pokemon originally discovered in the Alola region makes its Pokemon debut. None of that really gets me all that excited. I'm sure the Rocket event will be interesting. But uh, just... I don't know. Nothing there really gets me going. Five-star raids, Tapu Lele, that we have right now. Therian form, Thunderous. Tapu Bulu. Not Therian form, Landorus. I'm interested in. can be a shiny. I see the shiny. So if anything, like this whole month of April, that's that's going to be my my week. If anyone's listening, please send me the Landorus raids. I want the XLs. I want the shiny. I want the Rockdust thing and Master League, baby. Yeah, like the last week of April sounds interesting. First of all, there's no event listed for the last week of April here. Like sustainability week ends April 20th to Monday, April 22nd. You tell me they're not having an event for the rest of April. I think they'll announce that eventually, probably when they announce the May events. Also, community day is April 23rd. That's at the end of April. Then we also have Therian form Landorus on the, what is it, the 27th? Or that's the raid, 26th and the raid hours, the 27th. So the, the end of April right. sounds interesting. The end of April sounds interesting. Um, you'll have Alola Marowak in the research breakthrough. Pokemon Spotlight Hours, Stunky, Bunnelby, Oddish, Sunshine form Cherum. <sighs> you know, just... <laughs> Spotlight Hours are like, eh, you know. 
I mean, if, if anyone's really like big on the PvP stuff, then yeah, getting XLs for uh, Stunky would probably be pretty cool. And if you don't have a Diggersby at this point, yeah, get a Diggersby. Yeah, I have a Diggersby, so that's the thing. <laughs> uh, just this, this event overall, eh, <laughs> right? Like, I, I don't know, man. I don't, you, know, you know what I did notice from this page, though? They always say everything, like, changes at 10 a.m., right? The events start at 10 a.m. Like, I'm looking at the raid bosses, and it says raid rotations all start and end at 10 a.m. local time. Why 10 a.m.? Like, if you're changing something, change it at 7 a.m. Because I'm up early in the morning. I'm out early in the morning, and I want to play a new event. And every single time, I have to wait till 10 a.m. They should actually do it like uh, 12 in the morning, kind of like what they well, do. Well, I, I, they don't day. want people out at 12 in the morning waiting for a new event. And I get that. You mm-hmm. don't want people at the park waiting for an event at 12 a.m. That's dangerous. But like 7 a.m.? Is that not a good time? Can we not start playing the event as soon as our day starts? Because a lot of people. Are... I don't know if I want to. I don't know if I want to see you at 7 a.m. in the morning. Well, a, the a lot of people <laughs> at 10 a.m. are already at work. They can't play the new event. They're excited to. Like, this 10 a.m., every time there's an event, I, I find myself that day looking at my phone, and it's only, like, 7.45, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm not going to play for these next two hours because I'm waiting for the new event. I don't know. Is, is anybody else with me on this? Like, feel free to hit us up on Twitter, at GoBattleCast, um, at PogoDoms, at Duarte Party. You know, Dom has uh, is creeping up on me on followers very quickly. But uh, hit us up. Let us know. Like, am I wrong with that? I don't think I am wrong with that. I think a lot of people listening to this are are going to agree with me that, yo, he's right. Like, why the fuck do events start at 10 a.m.? You know, people are already out and about their day at that point. So, you know, I I know a lot of people, they get up for walks in the morning. They go at 7 in the morning. They like their new Pokemon at 7 in the morning. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I don't think I am, but I could be wrong. That's all I'm saying. The April events to me, I don't know if they do anything for you, Dom, but for me, they just they put me to sleep. The last week of April, I'm interested in the last week of April, but I I have a feeling April Fool's is going to be something stupid. Uh, rocket event, we all love rocket events. Nobody's going to poo-poo a rocket event. And then uh, spring into spring, I, I I'm I'm seeing a lot of grass Pokemon for that. A lot of grass Pokemon, like every single grass starter ever. I think grass is one of the, has one of the most Pokemon typings in the entire pokemon pokedex so i'm seeing a lot of grass pokemon for spring and then sustainability week you're probably gonna see like what trubbish <laughs> right like all the like the the grimers and trubbish all your your poison pokemon maybe so those are those are my guesses if anything if with this next upcoming spring event they should be springing on to a new shiny with fomantis ah, because, too soon you know, too soon it, I know, I know, but they're gonna, you know, they're gonna do something exciting. Make make that Pokemon get a shiny, please. I've been seeing some people play it in, in PvP for Jungle Cup and uh, for Great League, and it seems interesting. I mean, I was I was kind of surprised because even like seeing um, like not Rob's uh, stream, whatever. We we actually used Fomantis uh, on there, and <laughs> I'm surprised how Swine Up was. Well, actually, no, Fomantis was able to get to two Leaf Blades before Swine Up can. Uh, throw move or no not throw move but to, to knock it out knock it out he had to expend the shield but i was like all right as like 
not as bulky as a Pokemon as it is. It's kind of spammy for what it is with, with the Fury Cutter, but I don't know. I mean, for the spring event, everything that's just been going to unravel, I mean, we don't know what's going on, but what's like actually sneaking up a little bit, which I'm finding a little bit more and more interest is the whole regional stuff for, for Pokemon Go. And like I talked about in the very beginning of the episode, we had the road to regionals with uh, Speediest Chief, but we, we're actually getting some news and not actual news news, like official news, but we're actually seeing some content being revealed with Zionic because he's been throwing some coverage um, content for the Liverpool regionals and also um, Azurae as well too. As we're recording this episode, Azrae's been live covering some of the stuff and I've been finding it pretty interesting with some of the stuff that's been revealed and some of the stuff that's not been revealed. I think one of the biggest things that I'm actually shocked about is the fact that Pokemon Go or Pokemon as a company is not even streaming the regionals, which I think is rather interesting. But we're seeing content creators showing some information about um, phones and things that are being um, utilized and what's being provided and how the, the event's being organized. So I find it very, very interesting. Yeah, it looks like people are you know sitting across from each other on a table with enough space between. Uh, I'm looking at a lot of people wearing masks. Uh, neutral phones plugged into chargers campering your own phone makes sense and uh yeah like you said it's it's sneaking up on us i know that um the the one the first one in the united states is may 6th through the 8th in uh, indianapolis i did find out by the way that the one in florida was canceled due to government regulations and restrictions oh really yeah yeah it, it says it on their um the pokemon go website under the U.S. and Canada regional championship schedule, that Florida was canceled because of government regulations and restrictions, which sucks for us wow. because we live in Florida. So, right, uh, yeah, you know, I, I wanted to go. I, I was very interested when it was in Florida, but do I want to go to Indianapolis in the month of May? And I'm already going to North Carolina in May, and I may be going to Ireland in May. So it's like, I don't know if I'm going to be adding this other trip in May to go school people with my baby team, you know? Uh, that would be something. Um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I had people asking me already if I'm going to go and I haven't purchased any tickets and it's not been on the, the schedule yet, but I'm not sure. Like, I find it very weird because like you're mentioning so far with everything has been going on with Pokemon Go like the news and the events and stuff like that, it's been diluted or died down a little bit. I mean, we've been even seeing it for content creators through Twitch and YouTube, how their viewership, the the following and all that stuff in the engagement is very, very low. So it's kind of like this weird transition between, you know, having this big old grandiose competition or at least the regionals building up to the competition. But everything else prior to that is kind of like, in silence or crickets or not as fun or exciting, you know, to have that interlude season. Now looking at it, I mean, it's like a catch 22. I love taking a break for season 11. I've been throwing out some nice fun content and I've been taking a break, having a gale time making, you know, the best of what I could for season 11. But I think for Pokemon go, it's not helping them in the sense of like building up the hype and it's true. Yep. Having all this like stuff that's very, very serious towards this new thing with the, with the championships and obviously um, we haven't talked about it just yet, but you know, with like Pokeminers having said like they're, they're testing out new servers and you know, you have all these like new things kind of revealing through the cracks. It's, it's like, wow. It's like, unless you're not really searching for it, 
you're not going to know about it. And I find it like rather interesting that, you know, this is something that's going to be the test of times for Pokemon Go for their next steps is like championship. Is everything going to work? You know, is, is the game going to be like that much better after the champions? And I don't know. It's it's very, very like silent, like a AMSR, like what's it? The ASMR uh, kind of streams, you know? Well, yeah, it's like you said, it's interesting that they're not doing anything streaming wise. You think they want to get that attention to the event, right? You know, I I would watch it. I'd watch the event even if I wasn't you know, de- dedicatedly watching it. That's not even a word. But if I wasn't watching it on TV, I'd still put it on my phone in the background of whatever I was doing. I want to see how the tournament is running because, I, again, I, I agree with you. I don't think I'm going to the one in in May in Indianapolis. So I, I And I'm sure they'll do it for the ones that they have higher stakes on, you know, the actual championships. I'm sure they'll stream. Um, but – you're right. I think they failed to capitalize on an opportunity where there'd be a lot of interest from people that are even just casual players of the games, the RPGs, Pokemon Go, trading cards, all that kind of stuff, where people would want to watch it and see how this event goes down. So I agree with you. I think there's a missed opportunity there. And I agree with you with season 11. Like it's just, you know, you've heard me talk about it nonstop over and over and over again. I just don't care that much this season. And it's they they made it that way. They've made it that way. You know, like I, I want to get on a stream with you, Dom. But do I want to take time away from spending with my girlfriend to stream a season that doesn't matter? No, I don't. You know, and with, with the little amount of free time I've, I have right now, I have to make tough decisions. You know, I love you to death, but it's... But I'm on the chopping block, guys. You heard it. You heard it live on episode 29. You've been on the chopping block. It's just... Where's 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 my like interview on the side like they have for those cooking shows? Like you've been chopped. Boom. Man, I just didn't have enough spice this season to make it to Zach's, it's just, it's just uh, you know, bo- schedule, it, guys. I mean, I'm, I'm going to have to try bored. harder I'm for next time. season, man. Like, uh... E- even the cups, like Love Cup, boring. Jungle Cup, boring. I don't have any interest in doing these again. I've been running the baby team a little bit. That's about it. I've been having fun with that. But yep, yep. I see a Swampert or Needle Queen, and I'm in trouble. <laughs> you know? It, like, dude, we're here now. We are We're a month in now to the interlude season. We're a month in. People are still fucking running meta teams. The same shit. Yeah. Over and over. I can't believe it. I can't believe when I run into like a fucking Skarmory and Swampert team. It's like, dude, this whole season doesn't fucking matter. So what are you doing then? Yep. Besides, like, you're just admitting at that point that you're not a good Pokemon Go player. You're just admitting it because you, you, you can't come up with anything. Cre- I said it. I said it. I'll, I'll, I'll call everybody out. Yep. If you're running... The same fucking shit that's meta in a season that doesn't count. It's because you're A, not creative, or B, I'm, I'm just going to say it straight up. You're just, you're scared. You're scared because you, you're you not trying anything different. You know, we've all, we've all seen Skarmory Swampert yep. before. Yep. I already know. I see a, a Skarmory, there's a Swampert. If I see a Swampert, there's a Skarmory. I already know it. So, I, I don't know. I'm not trying to be an asshole, but... Sometimes somebody has to be an asshole, you know? 
Come on, guys. You're putting Zach to sleep this season. We got to wake but, but him me, up. You got to wake I've him up. I've also seen some good get teams. Get him to play more. I've also seen some incredibly fun, spicy teams that I'm like, oh, damn, I would love to try that. But I'm just so disappointed when I see, like, Swampert, Skarmory. You know, when you see, like, Bastion, Bastion, double whatever. It's so disappointing because this is yep. your time. This is your time for free. It doesn't cost you anything to run whatever you want. There's there's no shame. There's no ELO. Nobody can see how bad or poorly you've done. You're going to reach rank 20. <laughs> you just have to put enough time into it. So it's uh, it's just disappointing. It's just disappointing when <sighs> I'm like, really, really, you're Nidoqueen. Queen, and then and then like, okay, fine, you got you got your Nidoqueen. Queen. Try and and fast move me down. Like try it, you know. Don't throw your poison fang. <laughs> try and fast move me down. Nope, nope. And it's like, it's like, do you do you yeah. you feel good about yourself taking out my fucking Bonsley with your Nidoqueen? Queen? <laughs> do you? It's funny. No, it's it's true. Personally, for me, I've been trying out some like odd new strats, if you can say it that way, some new methods. Because I think if anything, you know, we're in season eleven. I think what's really hard for me to to justify as far as making teams, or it feels like it's a cop out move, is doing an ABB line of a, of a team strat. So, um, I'm personally trying some new stuff because if season twelve or anything in the future, I'm I'm gonna be continue playing. I want to do something that's going to be new and just stirring up the the way that you play the game. And I think if anything, you know, like you said, this is the opportunity to do it. And I want to find Pokemon that are not like meta meta picks, you know, maybe like secondary meta picks or or find or, or find that third tier and find a way to make it work and to throw people off. Because if you can throw people off in a serious competitive way, I think by all means, it makes it much more thrilling and entertaining for yourself and for your uh, opponents. And I think it extends the longevity of, of the game itself. And I still say it since day one when we talked about this podcast that, you know, this game is still young, even though it's, uh, what, five or six years already when the game has been released. But since PvP has been out. You know, there's been a lot of content creators still like trying to to throw out content saying like, this is the Pokemon, this is the team to use. And people are just copying it and people are either using it to buy the books or, you know, they're they're not benefiting out it for what it is. But I think there's still opportunities to throw out different team comps, different strats. And when new and when new moves and Pokemon come out, you know, by all means, I think that's like the opportunity and the time to to come up with new strategies to be ahead of the curve when it comes to being competitive. No, I, I listen, I totally hear what you're saying. Completely agree. I've tried some different things too here and there. Um, but I, I have enjoyed running the baby team, which by the way, I did throw out on Twitter and I got one really crappy name from Arnulful. So, I mean, uh, I'll, I'll throw it out there again. Maybe you have to throw it out there. Cause you're like the darling of the Pokemon go Twitch community right now and Twitter community. So maybe if you retweet it, I'll, some people will notice it. But uh, I haven't really tried much in the last few weeks because I'm just not, I'm not into it, man. I'm not into it. I, I've I've tried different lineups. I tried some ABB. I feel like the baby team is ABB. It's Charm, and then two two Pokemon that are weak to fighting in the back. So I mean, it's kind of an ABB. So they're not not the same typing, 
but charm kills fighting and then i'm double weak to fighting in the bags so as i'm looking here on twitter because as we're recording this the liverpool regionals are happening right now uh zionic just put out a tweet and i, I want to read it because like you said we, we 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 can't watch this event nobody's streaming it which is unfortunate but I, I think when we get to the bigger tournaments they'll be streamed um zionic did put out a tweet that says this day was an absolute blast phones and battles were smooth and the community was amazing if you're not signed up for the next tournament Indianapolis, I believe, then you're missing out. Well, first of all, me and Dom aren't signed up for Indianapolis. I don't feel like we're missing out. We could. Uh, but it's it, uh, uh, the one takeaway from that is phones and battles were smooth and the community was amazing. I think that's what we all wanted to hear, right? Like, that's what everybody's waiting for. Is yep. there lag? Is there people sneaking in fast moves and whatnot, which I'm probably sure is still happening. But uh, nobody wants to go and sign up for a tournament and spend money on a plane ticket and hotels and all this other mumbo-jumbo if the connections aren't smooth and people are having issues with the battles. So, you know, kind of a, a closing note here on this episode, but because I think we would hear um, by now, you know, this is happening five, six hours ahead of us uh, if this event is not going great. I mean, you remember the first GoFest you remember that, like I, I, I don't, I don't know. If you were playing the game in the first Go Fest, but ooh, that was a clusterfuck of an event. And the fact that we're getting information that this was run well and run smoothly, I think, really does make me feel better. If I were to sign up for Indianapolis or anything like that, that they they are getting a handle on things. By no means does this does this mean that everything's fixed. But the 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 problem and the questions that everybody has been raising is. With these tournaments, with all these people in one room or one area, how is it going to affect the battles? And it seems that Liverpool went went smooth thus far. Yeah, I think based on the coverage of what Azare and Zionic, Zionic's been doing so far, I mean, Zionic, like you already mentioned, he says everything was pretty smooth, everything was great. I think Azare, he was doing his um, battles, and he said there was like maybe a lag here nor there but overall was pretty smooth but i don't know like all the the content i've been seeing so far it seems very uh i don't want to say stale or maybe traditional in terms of like competitiveness or, or tournaments that i've seen in the past it's kind of funny because it reminds me when i was growing up when i first played the the gen one games and that was then when i was very very into the pokemon trading card games there was like those times like back in the day with toys r us where you go to those small tournaments and you get the badges when you win and all that fun stuff it kind of gives me that um nostalgic uh feeling when it comes to the competitiveness and just meeting up people and trading and and having a good time so i don't know like again, like you said, we we haven't signed up for anything yet. I'm still on the fence for this because just my mixed feelings of how content creators are the ones that are really trying to push it to make it all hyped up and and look great, but the company Pokemon Go company or the company itself Pokemon hasn't really hyped it up or streamed it. It really gives me a mixed feeling of of how I should uh, move forward right now with this one particular competition that's happening. I mean, worst comes to worst. Because like I said, so many people have been asking so far if I'm going to go to the one in Indianapolis. Um, you know, if, if I do go, maybe I'll just like join the the first uh, stage of, of battling. But worst comes to worst, I would love to meet all the content creators and uh, just to see everyone in person. Because I think that would be really refreshing. Because like you mentioned already before, we haven't 
I haven't, not you, we, I haven't gone outside of uh, Constitution Park or Florida yet with any Pokemon Go event to meet up with new people in person and, and have a fun, enjoyable, fun, enjoyable time. So uh, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, depending on how work goes and everything, I, I think we'll see if, I, if I'm able to, to go out or not. So I'm looking on your Twitter r- real quick here before we yeah. wrap up. You put one of these like redeem codes on your Twitter page. And you didn't tell me. That's pretty fucked yes. up, man. Uh, I, I put it. I put that's it. That's a that's a personal chat. DM right there. Twitter to your your fellow podcast host. That's a that's a personal DM right there that I did not get, and I feel offended and hurt. Oh boy! See, you're picking on me again. All right. So uh, even though you didn't send me your your personal code with a free star piece Pokemon Lucky Egg, uh, I guess I'll find it in my heart to forgive you. Coming up this week in our season eleven interlude season, the PvP rotation Open Ultra League Catch Cup. Um, yeah, I don't know if I'm playing this week, man. <laughs> I don't know if I'm playing this week. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't. I don't have a lot of Open Ultra League Pokemon built, and I mean I have enough to field the team. But I just don't. I don't invest in legendary. It's just not. It's just not my thing. Catch cup. Catch cup is what you have to have caught the Pokemon since the start of catch cup. Is that how that works? I believe so. Yeah. So the catch cup a Pokemon must be at or below fifteen hundred CP to enter. Only Pokemon you've caught during the duration of this cup are eligible. Mythical Pokemon are not eligible. So I I'm gonna play it. I mean I'm gonna play this week. I'm going to probably maybe play more Ultra League than the Catch Cup. The only reason I will play Catch Cup is if I catch something that I know I'm going to use in the future, then I'm going to power it up. But besides that, I probably won't. But I got some I got some Pokemon that I want to try out for Ultra League. And just to keep my rotations uh, staying fresh for each league, I'm, I'm definitely going to play Ultra League. The Master League, Open Master League, and the Halloween Cup. From April 5th to April 12th, three times catch Stardust from the win rewards. So, yeah, not looking forward to this upcoming week. Looking forward to that Halloween Cup. I know you're a Master League guy, so not this week, but the next week we got a, a, a good little rotation here. But, uh, yeah, I might have some more. My, my, my girlfriend might be happy with the amount of time I spend with her this week. We'll put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> and, and here I am on the chopping blog. All right, we'll see if we can get something together this week, Dom. Other than that, we'll talk to you guys next week yeah. here on the Go Battlecast podcast. Thanks for catching an episode of Go Battlecast. To catch them all, be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform so you never miss an episode. For more information, check out Go Battlecast on Twitter to connect with Zach and Dom. We'll see you next time.